lost in Africa. In sharing the gospel, many people use the excuse of the lost in Africa to keep them from making the decision for Jesus Christ. They say if all people need to hear the gospel and repent, what about the people in remote Africa who die without having the gospel presented to them? They say this is not fair. Here is my response from Psalm 19, verse 1. It says, God has made himself known to all peoples. The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hands. Psalm 19, verse 1 focuses on creation as a means by which God reveals himself to mankind. The heavens and the sky often testify about God both day and night. This revelation reaches everyone, just as the sun and its strength appears daily and reaches everywhere. This establishes, in part, the idea that all people have ample evidence telling that God exists. If someone is serious about knowing God, God can make a way for them to hear. Romans chapter 1, verse 20 says, For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, His eternal power, and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made, so that people are without excuse. This verse describes why God rightfully condemns humanity and some of what He has done about it. Humanity's fall is pictured as a downward progression. It starts with rejecting God as Creator, refusing to see what can be known about Him and what He has made. We also reject that he, he is our provider and stop giving him thanks. We worship the creature instead of him. Luke chapter 14, verse 18 says, but they all began to make excuses. John 15, 22 says, now they have no excuse for their sin. During the Garden of Eden, life was perfect. There was no death or sickness or any such thing, only good living. But the original couple sinned. Because of their rebellion, we have sickness, tornadoes, and earthquakes today. But one day all will be restored back to perfection. Will you be part of that time or will you, be, will you be lost forever? We are natural excuse makers when it comes to spiritual things. To come before a holy God is a very scary experience. People hide from God like Adam and they pay a price for this. Another thought. How did people get to be without God in Africa and other remote places in the world? I contend that man has always been an immigrant to other places where he hopes he will find peace. Even in modern times, people are constantly on the move. They migrate from the Middle East to the Western Europe, then on to America. But that wasn't enough. They had to keep going west in order to find a peaceful home. They rejected God at any point in their journey. Their children would suffer from a lack of exposure to God and His Word. Today, if a parent rejects God, the children will pay the price. Each generation becomes less and less interested in spiritual things, and in God they eventually end up in remote Africa without an excuse. It's their own fault for rejecting God. I spent six months in Papua New Guinea. I had the privilege of living there for a time. I discovered that the people live in fear of the devil and their neighbors. Somewhere centuries ago, they rejected God. Each successive generation became more darkened. I visited one area that an Australian missionary said that I was only the sixth white man ever to penetrate this one cannibalistic area. The people had become so dark that they ate their neighbors. People who reject God become darker and darker until they eat their neighbors. People choose to become darkened in their thinkings about God, even though God is not responsible to save them. He has not left them without a witness. It is not fair, right, or logical to blame God for the bad decisions people make. Conclusion. Here's a few thoughts about conclusion. Number one, if people are so concerned about the people in Africa, why don't they move there and do something about it? Number two, you're a sinner. Don't make excuses why you cannot come before a holy God. Number three, each generation that rejects God becomes darker in their understanding of who God is. Number four, repent and give your life to Jesus Christ. Amen. 
Father, we do pray for the lost in Africa today. We pray that they'll find, in other places like Papua New Guinea, we pray that they'll find the gospel and find you through the preaching of your word. Father, thank you for this time now in Jesus' name. Amen.